No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. This episode, this grand, stupendous, magnanimous, incredible, wonderful Grand Poobah episode <laughs> is brought to you by our family over at Shop, Shop Tour Bus. Bus. Go to shoptourbus.com online. What you're going to find there is going to blow your mind. Your mind is going to blow itself apart. You're going to see Grateful Dead inspired designs that are done in a way that you haven't seen done before on the lot, off the lot, in space. At the grocery store or H and M, just saying. <laughs> nope, none of that. Not going to be there. None of that There's shit only here. One place to get that. That's right. This is Shop Tour Bus. They got hoodies. They got T-shirts. They got stickers. They got all the stuff that you want, and it's done with style. They come to you in a hand-designed, one-of-a-kind box, or they come in an all-over printed box. In Beautiful. that box is your whatever you ordered thing, <laughs> and a bunch of extras. Man, I can't even tell you. No, tchotchkes and candies Fun and stickers, dip. and yeah. you don't know Pencil. what you're going to get, but you're gonna your mind's going to be blown, like Aaron says, and then each thing you pull out is going to continue to blow your mind, and you might even get a miracle bootleg in that what? box. Yeah, you might even get a bootleg, a cassette. Actual Mel, cassette. Mel got a fish cassette. I've gotten a couple. I got a Barton Hall one. Got some really good bootlegs, so and you might even awesome get a miracle. Merch. Yeah, and free shipping with the promo code No Simple Road, all no one word. Road. When you check out, put in the promo code No Simple Road, and you're going to get free shipping. Also, in the notes section when you're checking out, if you want to give a, a little personal shout out or a message to a loved one or somebody that you're buying your stuff for, you can put that in the notes section. They'll add that to your to your order. So, go over to shoptourbus.com, check them out at shoptourbus on Instagram, and make sure you put in the promo code No Simple Road. We love our shop tour bus family, and you will be comfy. Hey everyone, Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration, and hard work 
that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Mel Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspy, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available, and spots are extremely limited, so visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. just couldn't do it this is this is what i found what what did you find oh. <laughs> what are you talking about siri <laughs> siri oh hey, your phone just did that always that, talking that was your shit. phone no, that was not mine yeah siri just like says stuff now mine doesn't yeah mine doesn't have that voice <laughs> i'm sure everybody's experienced that. that's what i'm talking when you're just sitting there and you're having a conversation like we just were and all of a sudden siri chimes in from a phone laying on the table like this is what i found nobody asked you shit and it has to find nothing. He now knows the Find family. us. You, you're here with us. We're in the studio. Yeah. This is Aaron. This is Mel. This is Apple. You got to find me. Well, on No Simple right. Road. <laughs> Catch okay. me outside. How, How about, about that? that? <laughs> so, everybody, I don't even know how to, like, properly introduce what's about to go down. Okay. So, when a mommy and a dad okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, love each other very much. No, this episode is kind of like on the heels of last week in the sense that we didn't realize how long we were going to talk about, like lead this up. Um, this is an interview with Nathaniel. He is a longtime No Simple Road listener and family member, PH family and and NF family Wait, member. Hang on. Let what? me add to that now. Wait. You've got it started. Okay. okay. So if you just heard that and you're like, what is what? she talking about? Why are they interviewing a No Simple Road family member? Where's O'Teal? 
Why aren't we listening to some new music that we've never heard before? Where's the awesome musician interview that I was waiting for? Please trust us with this one. I'm, I'm asking you to just like release yourselves into the, the field of No Simple Road and lay back and trust us. It, 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 this is, I, I would say without reservation that for me, this is the most important No Simple Road episode we've done since episode one. To date. Yeah. I and, mean, this, yeah, go ahead, Apple. Well, I was going to say, yeah, let me add to because I was not present at uh, Fish Dicks for this conversation and what you're going to hear, uh, what happened with our good friend Nathaniel and everything. But I listened with Aaron and Mel and me just sat here and listened to its entirety so that I would be caught up and understand what this meant. And the first thing I said when it was done after I, collected myself for a moment was like that was one of the dopest like ted talks i've ever heard this is like this speaks to the soul it really gave an insight for me of who we are to other people yeah and what it really means when when we say the no simple road family this gave me uh a better a better wholeness meaning of what that means and this is deep this is about you know self-help and recognition and everything this is this is an inspirational recognition i i messed that up recognition (laughs) (laughs) i tried to i tried to hey hey hey, come on everybody knows i mispronounce things i came back to it but yeah but that, I mean, that this, uh, now you didn't, you know, you sidetracked. I'm me. sorry, I but a, I couldn't I let that slide, there. dude. Recognition. I just couldn't have, I couldn't have. Yeah. Anyway, have. the recognition and, and you're going to hear it in Nate is a storyteller, his voice, everything, the way he, the way he speaks. It's just, it, wow, man. That, that's it. Yeah. This, this is, uh, you know, when you're on the inside of something and you do do that thing, you don't know what it looks like from the outside. And that's a good thing. I think a lot of the time, because maybe that's where ego comes from and, and like big headedness and whatever. But when you get a perspective like this and it's like from the heart and you are in a position to, unfiltered feel the feeling of that we because when we did this we had been partying all weekend and we were still pretty lit and sleep deprived there was a lot of sleep deprivation that weekend i i've never um given up so much sleep willingly and happily and on like with no problem than i ever have over this dicks weekend so like you know, you start to lose your sleep and I, we were eating pretty healthy. Yeah. So I was pretty clean in that sense, you know, not eating too much bad foods. And so I, I really felt it was like a heightened state of awareness for a lot of reasons. So to hear and feel this unfiltered and like unguarded really made an impact on the three of us or Mel and I and now Apple. And um, I... Not, I wasn't joking when I said that I feel like this is the most important No Simple Road episode to date. And the reason that I say that is because that this conversation that we had with Nathaniel on the porch after night three of Fish Dicks let me and Mel and now Apple see what we're doing from a brand new perspective. 
and it drove home um how fucking cool it is for us and that was a gift that we got you know nathaniel left feeling like he got something well we all we did. got something to give that right back yeah it's a hundred percent reciprocal like i'm still unpacking and integrating what this means for us well, and the, it, the it, recognition it, will come to you later yeah well just well, gonna pound that in fetch <laughs> but you're not gonna make fetch happen i'm sorry <laughs> um i really am proud of Nathaniel for like being able to articulate in real time as it was happening to him what was going down um that's what I kept saying the whole night like I've never seen that before Apple was saying when when it was over that it was like a TED talk and you know, when we're looking, listening back to this, I'm looking at like the, the lines on the computer. I was talking about the waveforms the, of yeah. each track person's voice. And it was very much a story that Nathaniel was saying, like it was his track the entire time, except for a few little spots here and there. Because when you are on a train, you don't stop the train from going. And he was a full train. like. And his wavelength's big. It, oh yeah, the the magnitude, the energy, and and that's what you're hearing here is the birth of Nathaniel, and and and, uh, and the realization of Nate. Yeah, and also you're hearing Mel and I realize ourselves along with him, and um, you know. Th- this made me really stop and like take a good hard look at No Simple Road and what we are and, and what we're putting out into the world every week and see it for what it is without any of my bullshit put into it. Any of my expectations or like anything. It, it let me like, it pulled the curtain back for me from the inside. And um, I I really feel like there's a a lot of power contained in this thing, like it's it's a heavy talk. Yeah. And it it there's mojo here. Absolutely. I mean, you know, once you hear the, I I have the last few words of um of the talk here, and I said it there like. I knew this was going to be my favorite because of how I was feeling at the time that it was happening. Like, it's like when you're so happy, you want to cry and you're so proud that you want to like scream. Like there's, it was all these heavy, joyous emotions, but also like heavy realizations too. And like Aaron said, because we were, you know, elevated, it just takes a filter off of like us trying to downplay our part and that's really what why this is so special um personally to me Aaron and Apple is because mm. we can hear him eloquently not downplay what we normally would and explain to us what he what's he sees when people are um approaching us and and what like our response is to like 
he's kind of like giving us such a great description of the relationship that he's witnessing. And it made me re fall in love with humanity again. Wow. And what, and what we're doing. Yeah. That, that, that him get, he gave us a perspective perspective. Like, like from like standing behind us and yeah. being part of the family and being in our corner and like that, the downplaying thing, which we all do, but Aaron's the master at it. <laughs> well, you're going to hear the interview. Well, one point you'll hear. Yeah, he it, calls Aaron straight out on it and says what he was going to say. And yeah. Aaron's like, damn, you're right. Okay. I I'll, was I'll, I'll shut that. up. But we, we jokingly have called Nate the grand poobah of the no simple road family for a long time. And buzz is the grand wazoo. And, you know, it, it's tongue in cheek, but it really like that came to be this weekend in, in all seriousness. This is like what went down with Nathaniel is what my hope for every person I've ever brought to a show for their first time. Like that. Yeah. That thing. That, to have a, and, a life-altering yeah. experience. Yep. And, and we actually, like, got to record it happen. Yeah. And uh, how divine is that? Like, he, we talked several locations during this weekend, kind of about all the, the magic that was happening. The fishiness. Yeah, the fishiness. So... We were talking about topics multiple times, you know, um, and getting to really like continuously flesh out a thought or an idea over the weekend and to see it kind of like peaking maybe one day and then fully blooming by the third day. It was just like, well, and if you, if you're one of those people that likes, likes to like bring people to their first show. Or if you have a big crew of friends, even if you've all been going to shows forever together, when you're all tripping together and like you're at a show and you're in your row or in your section or whatever, you're keeping an eye on each other. You, you know what I'm saying? Everybody, if if you're doing it right, you're watching out for each other, making sure that everybody has water and like everybody's okay, checking in with each other every once in a while at set break or whatever. And when this thing happened, I honestly thought that Nathaniel was having a bad trip. I thought that from the look on his face, I thought that something was significantly wrong. That look, the word that keeps coming to my mind of like the explanation of the look on his face is a silly word, but it's gobsmack. And it's like that, like, just flabbergasted look of shock and like and gobs gobsmack yeah and like for me who i am to be able to witness that moment at knowing now what that was and i can see it in my mind's eye so clear right now i can see the lights from the stage hitting him it was purple light and he leaned over and looked back at me and I can see it crystal clear in my head. That is like the biggest honor for me to have witnessed that moment happen and to be able to hold space for that. 
and and especially now to be able to share it with all of you like holy shit i i don't even believe we get to do this <laughs> you know what i mean like mm-hmm. wow whose idea was this this was a great idea let's yeah, this, <laughs> this would normally be something that we just talked about and how to explain secondhand third you know whatever no. like explain what happened this is wow good job on y'all yeah you, sitting down and recording this that's this, that was what, all nathaniel yeah it, it well, happened yeah because he said yeah he says and then what yeah. yeah he says a lot we we should do the business and get them to this and then follow up. Well, you know, little... I was just going to say, I don't think I want to follow up on the end of this. There's not really yeah. no, a to reason say, to follow yeah. up. Mm-hmm. It stands. I yeah. Agree. It stands alone. You're, You're right. going to get a different kind of to hear us break it down no. after. Well, if you've been with no simple road long enough, like Nathaniel has, you know that we do things kind of methodically, but not really too. <laughs> like sometimes we're going to throw in some, special episode maybe two three episodes a week maybe once and so you're getting this special treat it doesn't need anything at the end because what the last thing was beautiful but i I, before we do the business i want to say this um there it's done this no that's heavy dude this has a lot wow i want to say that if you're a listener of this show and you get through this episode and it does what it did for us for you I want to ask you a favor that you share this episode with somebody. Yes. Yeah. That's a great. Please, please, please. It doesn't have anything to do with us wanting downloads or more listeners or fucking Patreon or any of that shit. It has to do with what this is. Please share this with, with your friends, the people that you love, that you go to shows with, or somebody that's been having a hard time. Or somebody that's on the edge of breaking through or just please share this with the family. When you're proud of something, you want to share it and you want everybody to like hear it or see it. Or if you paint something dope, this is the equivalent. Like this is such a, and I don't mean proud, like pride. And, you know, I mean proud in the sense like a good accomplishment. Like you really did your dotted your I's and cross your T's, you know, like you did everything you could as well as you could. And so and this episode is that for I'd, me. I'd say also beyond sharing it to that, let, let, uh, the, like we always ask for, let, let us know like what, what this means to you, what it does for yeah. you, what, what, I mean, and not right just in. so we can, you know, like get a pat on the back, but this is what we really, this is what really means a lot yeah. of what well, we're doing and putting out there is to hear from our listeners that how it helps or how it makes you feel or anything. And that that's just that, that I don't know. Yeah. No, well sharing it I, really does like, that's part of the medicine we were, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know if we talked about, it, I don't remember hearing about it, but these shows and our, you know, whatever we do, we take our sacrament. It's, it's the medicine it's sharing the feelings that we've had during these shows, Nate tell Nathan Nathaniel telling his story. Sorry, um, Nathaniel telling his story. That other people hearing that is so. For me, just now, it, like yes, it was at me, but like just listening to his story to feel connected to him and feel his uprising within, yeah. like that's the medicine on people. Like you said, like. 
if they're going through something or what, even not, if maybe you're not going through something, you're doing great. Like it's just such a good uplifting groovy feeling to have and be a part of. And I would say also that like this represents, if anybody has ever asked me like, what is no simple road about? What does it do? What, what was the thought behind no simple road? Like, this is it. Yeah. This this is exactly it. I, I this couldn't explain it better. No, we couldn't. Ex- we I, none I of us three it. could explain it no, like this. Couldn't have done it. So yeah, now it's all hyped up. I hope it lives <laughs> up to. <laughs> no, it'll live up. Yeah, <laughs> it'll One, live and up. I got one last thing to say, and this is directed at you, Nathaniel, because this is mentioned in the interview. You are absolutely fucking right that it blew our minds when you reached out to us years ago. And let us know the this southern boy down in Louisiana sitting in a tree stand deer hunting was listening to our show when how you put it. I love the way you put it. It's three hippies from Portland. They fucking got to me, grabbed me, loved me. Like I mean, you you mean so much to us, brother. And thank you for doing what you do, man. I'm counting the days till Labor Day, brother. <laughs> me too. Fifty-two or whatever. I don't know. Come on, like Megan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna do the business. I have a couple of things I want to tell you about before that, though. Uh, first is we had Lonnie Frazier on No Simple Road a while back. She is the mind behind Box of Rain, which is a documentary about Grateful Dead tour and her experience on tour and what it did for her. And it's an amazing, magical documentary. Incredible. And, and it is now out on Amazon Prime. So, yeah, if you oh, have shit. Amazon yeah. Prime, you can go watch Box of Rain. You can also go back after you watch it and listen to the interview with Lonnie Frazier on No Simple yeah. Road. It's pretty cool. She's an amazing human being and a sweetheart and part of, of the wider No Simple Road Grateful Dead yeah. family. And if you were on the lot in the in the early day, 80s, 90s, this will take you, this takes you back in time and gives you the goosebumps and all the feels because this is like a lot from a fan's deadhead's perspective. Yeah. A lot of cool shit. Super rad. And then the other thing I wanted to tell you about is um, Toby and Davey. Ooh. Uh, Toby and Davey. If you don't know guys. the Toby and Davey YouTube channel, these are the two hardest working hippies on <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> Hell yeah. And um, we are all starting a cult together, and I love those two. But um, Davey does this thing called uh, Play Dead, where he teaches <laughs> you how to play Grateful Dead songs. And he recently put together this guitar course. It's called The Golden Road. And it's a complete course on playing guitar. And he sent it to me to take a look at. And I have to say that he's asking, I think it's 130 bucks for it, for, for the whole course. It's worth three times that. I've been playing guitar for a very long time. And I'm on and off with it. And there's a lot of shit that I just don't know. And I've never had the patience to like sit down and figure out. And he put it all down in one package. And he like, the thing that blew me away about it was he didn't try and be somebody else doing it. It's still funny and it's still him, but the meat is there. And I've learned so much just from like three days of going through this course. So go check out the golden road guitar course from, from Davey. 
over at the Toby and Davey. Yeah, well, the nice thing, if you doubt his skills or anything, you can go check out some of his videos <laughs> on YouTube. Yeah, I mean, dude, and get yeah. what get what he's about. I honestly I mean, can is, say that every Grateful Dead song that I know how to play is because I've the, learned from him. Seriously, yay, so Davey. and and the the guitar course is not Grateful Dead stuff. It is like chord inversions and charts and scales and warm-ups and hand exercises and like a true how to play the guitar and understand the neck course so go check that out i i you know we're not getting paid that's either not a sponsor or anything i just they're part of our family and and i know a lot of you out there are learning to play guitar and this is a funny really good way to learn how to do it so and it's fun so go check it out toby and davy youtube channel so but Follow No Simple Road on Twitter and Instagram at No Simple Road. Also Facebook. We do Facebook at No Simple Road. And you can go to www.nosimpleroad.com and check out the newsletter. You could sign up for the newsletter there. You can also buy your Grateful Dead merch. You can get a tarot reading from the Grateful Dead tarot deck with Mel and I. You get a one-hour reading for 40 bucks, and we will hang out with you on zoom for an hour and you'll get a personalized playlist based on the cards that you pull you'll get uh what mel help me out a synopsis of your reading that's right and we will take a picture and he'll send all the photos and we'll have an amazing time we always have such a beautiful uh connection every time we do that so if you're thinking about it we want you to do it. Yeah, if you're on the fence, get off Come the fence. Come on. Yeah, have a good time. Let's play. Our calendar of events is up there as well at nosimpleroad.com. My, my favorite new thing, too, is that Aaron added a picture tab. You can like go yes. pull it where when you've seen us at festivals and things and we're taking pictures, I always try to tell people, especially when I know they don't know us, I'm from no, we're from No Simple Road. We're taking pictures. If you want to see them. Go to our website, click on the pictures, and you can find our photos of all of you people out there. Yeah. And uh, give me a minute. The pictures from Camp Suds will be up on nosimpleroad.com within the week. Just give me a minute. I got some things that have, you know, I had to go back to the office for my day job, so I don't have as much time. I'm just going to give you excuses. <laughs> It'll be up there in the next week, man. Camp Suds pictures will be up there. Um you can call 971-808-1524. That is the No Simple Road tepid line. So last week, Sky Dog Disciple called in and gave us a rep- recipe for um, chili adobo. Yes. Right? Yes, it yeah. And I really would love if a bunch of you would call in with your favorite recipe. And then what we'll do is we'll put together the No Simple Road family cookbook. cookbook. All right. So call him with a recipe, call him with a question. This makes me very excited. A No Simple Road cookbook. Cookbooks yeah. are awesome. And I just know everybody out there, y'all have trippy, regular grandma's recipe, some trippy recipe, an infused recipe, like whatever. Throw it at us so we can check it out. And then you can do something like this. Hey, NSR fam. It's your girl, Abigail. Been listening to you guys since the beginning. Just finally listening to the second part of the Spring Summit episode. So I'm just calling you to ask a question. Aaron, I know that you said one of the favorite shows you've ever been to in your life was Spring Cheese in St. Eugene. So as an avid cheese freak, all-time favorite band, Bean Cheese, why the heck do I not see my NSR family at any cheese shows? Maybe you guys could get down to Hula there this fall, or maybe you could get down to... Denver for New Year's. You know, you'll see me there. 
So anyways, where's the cheese, love? Love you guys. And my pup says hi, Darwin. And she loves Darwin. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> Abigail's oh. pup. Abigail's oh. pup. Darwin, okay. Darwin's got a fan. <laughs> I am going to. Uh, Abigail, check it out. Here's the deal. There hasn't been much PNW love from Cheese. Straight up. They yeah. they haven't been playing up in our neck of the woods enough for us to be going to shows. If they played anywhere near here, the three of us would be there immediately. Oh, when, yeah. And when you just said New Year's, Cheese, Mel and I just gave each other the, the well, side eye we look. gave each other side eye, but we're not doing it because we're saving our energy for Fish Mexico. Yeah. It, so. But... And money. That's yeah. right. When I say energy, that's what I meant. Yeah. But here's the thing. Yeah, same thing. You're absolutely right. Cheese was that cheese show was the perfect convergence of everything in the universe in one spot, at one place, at one time. Temperature, weather, people, drugs, music, dancing. It was like the happiest rain I've ever it was, been in. It was in just my life. the best moment ever mm-hmm. at a show. It's my like I said, it's my favorite show I've ever been to in my life out of every show. But they just don't play over here enough. Like it's always like past Colorado <laughs> or Colorado and then East. Yeah. And it's hard for us to get out there, especially with all the stuff that we're doing. So please don't think it's cause we don't want to be there. We love we, cheese. If yeah. they were playing as much over here, I would be talking about cheese shows every week. We, we've heard the same thing with uh, widespread panic too. Oh, I wish yes. we got more out here. We yes. still got to do that. Yep. So, that thank you, Abigail, for calling in. And yeah, that's 971-808-1524. You can call in questions and recipes. And that's and our stuff. reason. Yeah. And thank you, Abigail, for being Abigail and yeah. being with us for so long and everything. And for having a little a little fan dog for Darwin. <laughs> that's so cute. And and I will say that when you and me and Mel and Apple finally get to boogie together at a cheese show. Oh my gosh. It's gonna be th- fucking bonkers epic clear the dance floor yeah. i know cheese is gonna be like oh my god those those four oh, they they're, gonna have, they're gonna have to stop the show to watch us for a minute look at the smoke coming from their feet <laughs> and the rainbows coming out of their ears uh so yeah that's that's the tepid line you can also go to patreon.com oh, yeah. flash no simple road look that's that's like if if we're talking about like love and connection and all this wonderful stuff happening this is like patreon is the nuts and bolts of how that happens yeah that's that, what that's what's going to help us get to when you see Coast us at a show you'll, you'll be like oh patreon yep uh-huh. <laughs> that's how you know if you don't see us at a show you're like oh shit so if you don't know what i'm talking about <laughs> patreon.com forward slash no simple road is how listeners of no simple road can help support the show we put out four episodes a month it doesn't um it ain't free for us to do this. So, you know, we're putting out our love and our intention out into the universe and hoping that some of it comes back in the form of ones and zeros from you guys so that we can continue keeping that circle going. So that's patreon.com forward slash no simple road. Uh, what am I missing? Ladies did nine seven one eight oh eight fifteen twenty four? We did that. that was just okay. the whole thing we did a minute we did ago. Instagram, all that. The oh, the, the, uh, if you want to leave us a review, Apple podcasts or what, you know, whatever platform you listen on, if you're able to leave us a review, please do that. And on Apple Podcasts, you can go, you can hit that five-star thing. And if you want to go further than that, you can go and leave us a little review, which we love to get. And we, as I was talking, I was trying to see if we had a new one. 
We have not had one since August 9th, so you can be the Whoa. first one to give us one for September. September, man. come on. Yeah, That's it makes them time. feel good. There's a lot Dude. of you listening, man. Mm-hmm. Come on. It only takes a second. I mean, listen to my voice. I know. Well, we, I'm haven't, begging. we haven't had one begging, since August. It makes me want to like fake an account and be like, Apple's so awesome. And then no, it's like, no, that. that's not cool. Please don't do that. <laughs> no. I would much rather have it be you all out that's there. That's what I'm saying. And I just, I'll just say this last thing. But after you listen to this episode, if your heart is three times larger, like the Grinch, go on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. And what that does is it helps other people find out about No Simple Road. All right? Makes us pop up. And last but not least, like I said a few minutes ago, share this episode and others with your loved ones, your friends, your family, your family, all of them. Tell them about No Simple Road. Let's grow the mycelial network of this show so that we can all have these wonderful experiences together at shows. So that's it. We're going to get you to the, this isn't an interview. This is an experience. This is No Simple Road. So... Here is our brother, Nathaniel, laying it down, right? Yeah. So without further ado, we give you Nathaniel. So, me being the man of my word, because I try to be as much as possible, yep. I saved my fish cherry all year and decided to make the dicks run with the No Simple Road family. And so Aaron had been the good steward of music that he is, and it sent me some shows to listen to and some music to listen to. And I just decided to fly blind. I listened to some stuff. I knew kind of what fish was about, at least I thought I did. <laughs> and then I decided to come to dicks. And so, of course, it didn't take long for me to totally fall in love the first night of what Fish's vibe is all about. I've been to probably 15, 16 Dead Company shows in the last three years. So I know that vibe really well. Right. But this is a totally different vibe. This is a totally different vibe. It's similar people, but it's a dance party like you've never seen. So if you've never been to a Fish show... Just think of a rock and roll show and a rave crammed together with lots of costumes and neon lights and glow sticks that are thrown at, during certain periods of songs that you don't know are coming. Well, so, you don't. I don't know. <laughs> All other like 40,000 people knew, but I didn't know. So we're just going to fast forward to night three. We had Thursday night. And according to Aaron, I got one of the best first shows ever. Man. And I said it was because Fish knew I was coming, so they needed to impress me. And they impressed me very deeply. And we had night two. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on. All right. What was impressive? The flow. So I described it like this. I love funk. And funk is a pocket to me. It's a groove. You get in this groove and you stay there. So Fish came out and they unzipped the pocket. (laughs) Nate crawled in the pocket. (laughs) I saw it happen, too. And then for the next three hours and 45 minutes, they just scooped a little goodness into the pocket on top of me. And, and y'all got to understand something. 
that have never seen Nate, Nathaniel, he is how old? 6'5"? 6'5", 290 pounds. Okay. He's a big Viking. And the man can groove. And at one point during the second set of this first night, I looked over and this man was knelt down with his elbows out fucking boogieing. And it was a sight to behold. Yeah, I think it was a sight for like the three rows around me to behold. Uh-huh. Everyone loved it because we all introduced him as his first show. So people were stoked around us like fish fans always are for people to bop, pop their cherry and to see a first time shower, not just getting it, but in it. And that was that was what was beautiful. You could have been doing any move you wanted, but seeing you feel it was that was the whole thing that for me and, it, and everyone around us. And I, it was funny. Cause like when I started grooving, I heard Aaron behind me go, Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and I wasn't even looking at him cause I was grooving, but I knew what the Oh shit meant that his boy had caught the lightning. Yeah, you did. So I caught the lightning night one and I wrote it so hard and they'll publish the trip report for me and Mel rambling on the lawn later on. It's pretty awesome. I'll, I'll probably insert it here. Hey, what up? No Simple Roads. <laughs> no Simple Roads up in the house. Nate. Giving y'all a shout out from the lawn as we're watching everybody leave. leave. With their mind. We don't even know how they're fucking doing it. We're having to collect ourselves. Nate, tell us, tell us about Night One Fish. All right, so you gotta sum that shit up. I'm gonna sum this up. Three, two minutes. All right, no, so I'm gonna sum it up real quick. As the pocket, so they, <laughs> they unzip the pocket in the first song, and then three hours and forty-five minutes later, they zip the pocket back up. And where was Nate for three hours and forty-five minutes? I was in their pocket. <laughs> was there any DTDTD in the pocket? There was no DTDTD in the pocket tonight. I fully expect night two to have DTDTD. And by the time Cody gets here for night three, we're gonna have DTDTD. Okay. Night one in the, in we the, love you. No simple road. If you see a no simple road uh, sticker on the floor, pick it up. It's your job. Yeah. It's a good time. It's a good pre, it's a good insertion. So we'll go to night two and we get a, we get a rain lightning delay. And by the way, this is my second time for a lightning delay in Colorado. Cause I caught caught in the dead company hailstorm in 19. And so we get a two hour monster one setter the second night with, a tweezer and a ghost and a hairy hood encore and 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 a yam and a yam and a reba. It was it was a set of like it, the songs that people are chasing the entire tour. They just put them all in one set and let it let us have it because it was supposed to be a you know two set show and it was only one because so of the they rain. let me have both barrels. Yeah, we can say and we're just gonna fast forward to day three. Super looking forward to yesterday's show. Cody had come in town. Cody was my like surprise. I didn't know Cody was coming to town and I had got to spend one weekend with Cody three years ago. And we made this connection because we're both, I'm a Southern country boy. Cody is a Western cowboy and us small town country kids, no matter where we're born, we have this little connection because we have shared life experiences of being these small country kids. And so I was so looking forward to Cody being here. So it was just adding this little extra topping on my Sunday of fish. Now Cody's here. It's a gross Sunday. It's a gross Sunday. Sunday. It's a fish Sunday with it's a fish with Cody on top. Ew. Yeah, ew. But so we go into last night 
and we've got this big section of people that we'd met Thursday night and all these great people around us going to the show. And so I love music. I always have. And I'm starting to have this genuine connection to the people around me last night and to the music. And once again, I don't really know what's going on music wise. Every song I'm like, what's this? Or what is this? Or Aaron, what Darren does a really great job of like walking up and telling me what's about to happen to me (laughs) or singing the lyrics behind me. That way I know what the lyrics are. Thank you, Aaron. You're welcome. It's very interesting to have someone sing to you in the middle of a show. That way you know what's going on. It's very interesting and very awesome. So my whole like musical life started as this eight year old kid. I'm 46 years old. I was raised on vinyl. And I come from a very, very religious home. My family was Pentecostal. So I grew up without a TV till I was 10 years old. Yeah, soak that in for a little bit. Mm. And when I was a little kid, I had four records. I had Led Zeppelin, In Through the Outdoor. I had Zeppelin 1 and 2. And Rod Stewart, If You Think My Body's Sexy. Yeah. Don't judge me for Rod Stewart. <laughs> hey, I man, love, that's just good music. It's just good you music. And I love it. <laughs> but I would sit there in my room with my little cheap turntable and my headphones and I would put on Zeppelin and I would just listen to Zeppelin. And so last night in the second set, there's this couple behind us and she's like, they're going into Zeppelin no quarter. And I lost it. I looked at Aaron and Aaron and Cody and I was like, no quarter by Zeppelin. And they're like, they're kind of getting it. But this look came across my face and I could see Aaron and Cody looking at me because I am literally bent over with emotion yeah i thought i for one <clears throat> for one minute i thought something was wrong i thought your trip had gone south yeah yeah and i think some people get saw because i literally for the first time like i sat back on my seat he looked sh- like shell-shocked like he just saw a car accident yeah it's a good way to put it yeah. i was shell-shocked yeah. because all of a sudden not knowing this music but loving it they were going to play something guys i cannot tell you what led zeppelin means to me and the song No Quarter, I love Government Mule. And Government Mule covers that song so, so well. I've seen it done live with Government Mule in New Orleans a couple times. And so I knew the song and I was waiting for Fish to express it their way. And so they go into No Quarter and my emotions are just all over the place. I'm trying not to cry. There's some tears coming out anyway, and I am just in this song. And they just ripped it apart. The whole crowd, everyone was loving it, and it was just so emotional for me to be in it. But the emotion that comes out of this is why I'm plugged in on this porch here in Denver, is because when I was, my whole life, I was Edward Nathaniel Beecham Jr., My dad was senior. I lost my father at a very young age. And so I always went by Nathaniel. No one ever called me Nate. No childhood friend. No, none of my family. My childhood friends still call me Nathaniel. My family still calls me Nathaniel. And when I got into my career early in my career, my 20s after college, one of my first managers is like, we have to shorten your name. This is too hard for people to remember. So all of a sudden at 22 years old, I became Nate. And I was okay with this. I thought I was at least. And over the years, I've kind of talked to my wife about it. Like I would love to reclaim my name. And for some reason last night, 
It's Mel's fault. We'll get to that in a second. <laughs> Usually is. Usually is. You know, right before the whole No Quarter thing had started, I don't know the song. They're in this beautiful song. They're in this wonderful jam. And Cody walks up behind me and cups my ears. And I don't care how many shows y'all have ever been to. The next time you're at a show, cup your ears and make like a megaphone around your ears. It's like high definition sound in a concert. And it literally changed the way I heard the, the music. The song, <clears throat> excuse me, the song was the MoMA dance. Yeah, sounds fitting. That's Mel's song. We, I call Mel MoMA. Yeah. I've, I've called her that f- forever. And it was just this really beautiful part of the song where Trey was in the solo that this happened. So all this has happened. I like I really connected to Fish in that song. And then that song in that jam, I was just blown away. Like Cody and Aaron were laughing at me in the best way possible. Like look at him up there with his mind blown, cupping his ears. And I'm like looking around at people like, does everyone know this? Am I the last one to this? Have you people behind me cupped your ears tonight? Because you need to. You're like totally missing out. And so fast forward a little bit later, Mel's just kind of sitting, you know, very packed show. She's at the end of the aisle being Mel, just in her own moment. And I, I was like, I got to go hug Mel. Got to go hug Mel. So I go over and I hug Mel. And Mel's like, just kind of telling me about the energy that I bring for her with my presence, because I'm so damn big, that she's always very, very comfortable when she's with me. Well, I just want to say this. Your, um, your stature definitely has something to do with the protection, but it's the energy with it because I met a lot of big people and I've actually have a lot of big people in my life but there's a certain energy that you bring it's like a, a shield before your body and it, there's a force field around you and so when I'm in that orbit there's nothing that can come between that and it I wanted to let you know that acknowledge it because it it was so strong in me and I was feeling you know, we're a fish. We're fucking, you know, having a great time and bring, their music is bringing out all the feels. And so I was feeling it and I just wanted to share that with you. And it, yeah, it's your big old body, but it's your big old aura. Yeah. And so I've had over my life, a lot of women in my life, family and not family express the same thing to me that I bring this peaceful, like safe zone to them. And I've always just kind of smiled and grinned and been like, sure. Okay, I get it. Because, you know, I, I strive to be a nice guy and I know it comes off like that. But that aura is because of Nathaniel, not Nate. I was always very proud of my name because my father was Edward and I was Nathaniel. So, hang on. So, Nate is like the corporate guy that, that puts is, on so, the suit. Yeah, so I'm a suit. So a lot of listeners, we all have different paths, but I am a suit by day. I've been in the banking industry for 17 years. And when I tell people at shows, when you're at set break, you're getting to know your new friends. They're like, so Nate, Nathaniel, what do you do? I'm a banker. And like the facial expressions go blank. They just can't put this together. They don't know what to make of this. Like, wait, what? I'm like, yeah, I wear a suit five days a week. I'm a banker. Except for when I'm wearing blue jeans and Jordans on Fridays. And so... But Nate was this moniker that I took early in my career to further my career, to make me who I thought I wanted to be. And I'm very happy where I am in my life. But also, there's always been a piece of me that says, "Ah, this isn't really what you want to do. You know, I'd rather be doing, I'd rather be a fishing guide. I'd rather have a food truck. I'd rather do a lot of other things. 
besides this corporate world that I live in. But Nate wasn't having it. But Nate wasn't having it because Nate couldn't get past that barrier. Because in my mind, this is what I was supposed to do in my life. And to be very primal as a man, as a husband, this is what I was supposed to do. I was supposed to provide. Well, that brother, that <clears throat> we are programmed yeah. with that from day one that like the whole gender role thing, all that shit, like especially being a Southern guy. Oh yeah. That's instilled in us from a very young age that the man provides for his wife and what it means to be a man and all that shit. And it's, um, some of it's great that we like to dismiss that shit out out of hand and throw away the good stuff in it. There's a lot of good in that, but some of it doesn't serve us. Some of it is not useful stuff. And I, I'll let you continue. Well, that's exactly right. And so in this moment when me and Mel are talking and I kind of explained to her just real quickly, like what, and it's out of nowhere, it just came to me. It's like, Mel, it's because you connected with Nathaniel the first time you met him. And, but you knew me as Nate and we, I couldn't figure this out, much less express it to y'all. So in that moment, it came to me that a lot of the struggles, and it's not really like a struggle, but a lot of the struggles in my mind from the last probably five or six years of, am I happy with my career? Am I doing the right thing? I couldn't figure it out. And in this moment at a fish show, (laughs) I'm figuring this out. And so we go through the rest of this show and Aaron could tell something had happened to me. And at one point I looked at him and I was like, if you could plug me in right now, you would be blown away. If you you could download what's in my head. Yeah. That's what I said. It's like, you could download what's in my head right now. And he's like, well, brother, talk to me. I'm like, no, 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 we need some time. And so after the show, Aaron's like, so Nate, I'm like, no, 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 we need some time. Like, we can't do this now. We like, we can't be like walking around the lot with nitrous going. Yeah. We couldn't, we couldn't do this till we got home last night. And so for a lot of listeners, you know, you should, you probably know Aaron's story of walking into his first dead show as a punk rock kid and all these life experiences and all of a sudden, like his life focus came to him of like everything that he'd been through and ever all these things, but then he got it, what he wanted to be or what he thought he wanted to be at the time through the dead. Right. We, I've heard the podcast and went back and listened to it before because I was telling them last night, I started listening to the podcast early on and what drew me to no simple road. I was just looking for a grateful dead podcast. But when I started listening to it, Aaron and them were very, starting to just interview their first bands and musicians is very early on. But I listened to Aaron pour his soul out on his back porch. And the first thing I thought was, holy cow, this is brave. And how big is this gentleman's balls? Because <laughs> they're not that it's, they're normal. Yeah. But yeah, in, in the uh, truthful sense, they're the size of the moon oh, because man, he's on. laying this like his truth out there. And at the time, didn't know if anyone was coming back to receive this it, truth. That didn't matter. It I, did. And, I, and, I, and to be fair, man, like, I thank you for saying that. Yeah. Because I don't see it that way. I, I just am doing me. And, 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 and it and, didn't feel brave or like it was 
just a thing. Yeah. So with that, him doing Aaron being Aaron and Mel being Mel, because she poured her the, their story, their journey, having Sydney on the podcast, all the very raw emotional flaws that they talked about as a family and as individuals was just amazing to me. And so that's really what made me reach out to him all those years ago because I thought it would be – I've never met anyone like Aaron and Mel. So there's a lot of, like, hippies in the scene. <laughs> and as a Southern boy, we're like, what's with these hippies? You know, I, like, love people, but I don't, like, love people. <laughs> like – I'm Southern. Get off my damn lawn. Right. Like, you know. We're like, hey, you staying right on? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, I I reached out to them literally from an Instagram message while I was deer hunting in my deer stand, listening to this podcast. And I was like, I bet this is going to kind of warp their mind that there's some dude in Louisiana sitting in a deer stand, listening to a bunch of hippies talk about the Grateful Dead. And there was. Yeah, that's weird, man. And so their response when they like read the message on air was like very genuinely like amazed. And so this leads to me and my wife coming to the gorge and going to dead and company with them. So we'll go back to this last night. I'm having this massive life epiphany about life, but really about it boiled down to, I had lost my identity and my wife 12 years ago when I started with the company I'm with now had told me, she made my resume for me and made it as Nathaniel and it threw everything off when I went to work because the whole profession that I'm in knew me as Nate Beecham. And so like, it was weird. So I just kind of went back to Nate. And so this idea had been planted by her years ago and it's something that we talk about every once in a while, but it's like a conversation in flight. You know, you have the conversation, you don't put much into it. But last night it come to me because me and Mel had talked about it before the Zeb Zeppelin song, then no quarter comes in. And all I could think about was that little kid in that small town in Texas with his headphones on, listening to Led Zeppelin and how happy that kid was because I was just a kid and everything was new to me. And I'd sit there and listen to the bustles in the head grove, you know? Mm, yeah. yeah. So now it would be when the levee breaks. And as a man that now lives in Louisiana has been through a couple levee breaks I understand when the levee breaks and it was just this culmination of thoughts that I've had for years that hit me at a fish show and y'all I've been to all literally thousands of shows in my life so many jam shows in the last year I'm very fortunate to be able to do all this because Nate goes to work every day and fights his inner demons to want to do something else to be this person and it just came to me like, I may continue this forward career path that I'm on, but I just need to be Nathaniel again because that's where my soul is. And I, used to, I was telling Aaron last night that I always thought I could relate to his story. Like, I kind of got it. But you don't get that story because his story is so unique. Mel's story is so unique. And I know they don't think much. They think it's kind of them being them this energy that they put out into the world when you hear it on the podcast and like come talk to us at a show or send us a message we want to hear from you folks they want to hear from you they want to have this connection because the life path that they were on that got them to no simple road 
to put to make this family like they've said so many times to make this weird all inclusive jam band psychedelic <laughs> doing family of the greatest collage of humans you've oh, ever seen dude and you hear that and you're like well that's cute or as I taught them this weekend bless your heart bless your heart um, bless your heart bless your heart but then last night and like I said I was at Red Rocks last year with them for two nights and we spent some time at the gorge and we come in and like we've just every time I'm with them it's more and more comfortableness and more and more fun and we just enjoy each other's company I'm like holy cow this is happening to me but really the reason why this is happening to me is the reason why I'm plugged in with Aaron right now is because of Aaron and Mel Apple's not here but Apple's a giant part of this and they've all just been they just put it out there very rawly and they let you download it they speak of downloads all the time on the show and so I got my download last night. Yeah, you did, man. And and it was partly because of fish. It was partly because of the crowd. But it was 75% because of the people I was with. Aww. And I expressed to them last night this, you know, for about 45 minutes on the porch. And uh, Aaron's like, we've got to kind of get this down. I was like, yeah, I don't want to be forward, but plug me in. Mm. Because I wanted to be plugged in to tell my story but really to reiterate Mel, Aaron, and Apple's story and their journey, and I cannot say it enough, the energy they, they put out in the world. And it's a very unique energy. And they can downplay it or just say they're being themselves. Bless your heart, whatever. <laughs> it's not that. It's a very, I cannot tell people how real this is. It goes beyond the interviews of, all of our favorite musicians that they have interviewed in the last couple of years. And I would tell you, if you're a fan of the show to go back to the very beginning before Aaron bought good mics <laughs> and he was trying to figure out the sound and you could hear Darwin fart. Yeah. It, it's good stuff. And it was good. It's stuff. such good stuff. <laughs> and like, just listen and know that what this no simple road journey is that what it is today, that they're still those same three people that got a mic from Simon. Thank you, Simon. Thank you, Simon. Thank you so much, Simon. And plugged themselves in and said, we're just going to give the world this and see what comes back. And what has come back has been truly, truly amazing. And I know Aaron and Mel try to express it on the show, but I wanted to express it to them in person last night, but then I wanted to express it to you, the listeners of this show because this show is a great time. We know I call in with trips reports. Other people do. They talk about the highlights of shows, mention the people they meet, but there's this energy that is put out by this podcast when you can actually see what that energy is, whether it's in person or like I said, if you go back and listen to those early interviews when they're just giving you their download of life. And if you can take something from that and break down a barrier in your life, it's the most beautiful thing in the world. And like, I've got tears in my eyes right now. Aaron's got tears in his eyes. Mel's somehow holding it together way better than me and Aaron <laughs> are. We can, we can attest to that later. You're crying. Chances are, if you're listening to No Simple Road right now, you most likely like to smoke weed. I'm guessing. Yeah. and. 
a good That's portion fair. of you, I know this from, from um, what do they call that, analytics, that a lot of you live up here in the Portland area. So if you are those two things that I just mentioned, a, a head that likes to smoke weed Listen or up. eat weed or wipe <laughs> weed on you or whatever the fuck nowadays. Do so many things with weed. And you live here in the Portland area, you should go to Define Premium Cannabis. Yes, you absolutely should. We have a location out in Hillsboro and we have one out in Forest Grove. And if you come visit us, you tell us you're a listener of No Simple Road, which if you come in to tell us that, you obviously are. But make sure to say that. That makes sense. And then we're going to be like, well, shit, we're going to give you a 10% discount on all the stuff we just hooked you up with and took our time doing and got to know you and gave you stickers and stuff. And then we're also going to give you a free T-shirt. And then that free T-shirt, when you come in the second time, third, four, all the other times after the first time, you're going to get a 15% discount on your purchase. No Simple Road family, I'm talking to you in the Portland area. You know where Hillsboro is. You know where Forest Grove is. You listen to you listen to No Simple Road. You haven't gone to Define Premium Cannabis. I'm telling you, from me to you, seriously, not just because they're a sponsor of the show, not just because Apple works there. Telling you seriously, it is the best selection of cannabis products in Oregon, period. And I know that because Apple orders all their shit. So go over there. Tell them you, you mean listen. all of their all premium cannabis. Yeah. But seriously, go in there, tell them you listen to the show, ask for Apple at the Hillsboro location. You're going to get your discount and you're going to leave feeling good. Define premium cannabis. What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. And uh, it's just, it's still so very raw for me. And it's very raw for them because we, I just kind of like, just like let it out last night. Nathaniel, man, it, it, (laughs) I've told several people this but like for us we're on the inside of it and like thank you for the beautiful compliment you just gave us we're on the inside of this thing it doesn't look like that to us we're at home we're at our house dude and yeah we've talked to some amazing people but it's just us you know what I mean And, 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 and there's no crowd in the yeah. room we can't there's no feedback yeah and um how do i put this like it's sometimes i for even forget that people are listening yeah it, this is for us yeah. and and when things happen like what happened last night or will we get an email from somebody that they hung out with other no simple road family or whatever that's the crowd cheering for us do you know what i'm saying that that, that's the that's the standing ovation yeah and like i yeah Yeah. And, and i've you know i've heard you express this in different forms over the show over the years but getting to know y'all the way i do and like being in the inner circle which by the way is really cool (laughs) so like 
you know, they're kind of like mini celebrities when you go to shows. You're like, you're like, I need to charge for their time because everybody's trying to take my time. And I'm like, I flew here for their time, uh, back away from my time. But you can always have their time. I'm just going to give you dirty looks from behind your shoulder. Um, so, like, I see this, you know, I, Green Sky really last year was the first time for me to see it because it had been my first time to interact with them at a show since we had met. Me and Aaron have talked and I send messages to them and things like that. But just watching all these people gravitate to them. Like, you know, like that's the No Simple Road people. And it was very, and people they had met, but other people that just came and gravitated to them. And watching Mel and Aaron take the time, and Apple was there too, to have these separate connections with these people. Whether it be before the show started or at set break or a little bit after the show. And then just actually really like jump back into the circle we were in. Because there was me and my wife, Mel, Apple, and Aaron. Then I had a few other friends that were there from Louisiana. And we all hung out the whole weekend. They were very present with us, but they were also very present with this energy they bring. And I can't say it enough, it's an energy. And when you have someone that puts this out there, and like I said, you can try to admire it, but then when you see it, and you finally feel this energy, because it makes you feel a certain way. And like, we all have family and friends that we're connected to in the world. I'm blessed that I have childhood friends that I've known since like the second grade, that I still call friends today. Like I grew up with them. So there's a certain comfort level with us because we've been through it all with each other. We talk to each other differently. We rip on each other differently. We give each other space in a different way. And I've always loved that. And my wife loves that about me and my friends. And so it's very unique for me for these wonderful hippies from Portland. (laughs) When I get with them, I'm like, I feel like I've known them my whole life. And as we've shared each other's life stories, we've figured out how much our stories are somewhat intertwined, but in different parts of the world, but how they are related because everybody has a story. Your story may not involve a struggle or strife, but you still have a story. And so figuring out your story, by the way, I'm 46 years old. So it's not like I've I've had a lot of time to try to figure this out. (laughs) And I thought I was trying to figure it out at points in times. I wasn't. I just thought I was. Well, it, it's like I told you last night, man. Like, you can fuck around with psychedelics for a time. You know what I mean? You can yeah. play. You could play. But there's going to come a time when shit gets real. And it that's just the way it is. Like, you, you're using a tool. And that tool does a certain job. And you can bang a hammer and hit, not hit the nail. Sooner or later, you're going to accidentally pound that motherfucker in. Oh, I did. Yeah, we we hit the pounding in last oh, night. Oh yeah, and yeah. and it, it's just the way it is. Like that, those things are designed to do that, and it, it's normal progression. And for some people, it takes six years. Some people, it's the first time. It actually is funny. It took six years because we'll we'll talk about that in a sec. Well, I just wanted to throw in there that I really feel like this is a a very special time. Clearly, it's not like you haven't gotten messages and grown from uh, psychedelic use and all that. But this was like the right temperature, the right energy, the right music. It was your literally your time. And there was no other time for it to happen. You could have done psychedelics for 80 years. It doesn't matter. We were supposed to be here. It's like we're at Labor Day weekend and he birthed his new self 
or yeah. rebirthed yeah. himself. But I would say it is a new birth because there was a Nathaniel as a child. You grow into your adulthood as Nate. And now it's that Nathaniel plus Nate equaling Nathaniel. Yeah. And it, again, it, Labor Day fucking weekend to have these kinds of epiphanies about your all of this and feeling the love like surround literally we were surrounded by family yesterday oh it was awesome we it couldn't have been more like nate's a big guy but i felt like we were like all cradling him you know like there's this like energy and it was supposed to happen with us i know that it was well it couldn't have happened without y'all and that's why i wanted no no so aaron's gonna try to be like all (laughs) no you would have figured it out brother no, I wouldn't have. <laughs> so I want to. I'll I wanna, just shut up then, man. Yeah, I'm just gonna, exactly like, what I was going to say. Shut up and take my compliments right, <laughs> right now, because right, right, right. I'm going to. I want to reference this with like psychedelic usage. I'm 46 years old. At the age of 40, my good friend Eddie turned me on to the Grateful Dead. I go to my first Dead and Company show in New Orleans. I had minimal psychedelic usage in my life. I had done some mushrooms when I was in college, like everybody else, and whatever. And my good friends that I grew up with, we reconnected to the dead. They come from Texas, and I'm not going to mention any names. Love you, boys. Love you. You know I do. And the Friday night before my first Dead & Company show, they shoved a bunch of mushrooms in my mouth and took me to the Joy Theater for the Ico All-Stars, the Grateful Dead tribute band of some all of New Orleans' best. And I was like a 15-year-old kid again. I remember I was like this freeing spirit. It's like, holy cow, what's this? What are all these cool people and they all understand. They all care because they're on the same thing. And no one's judging me. And my friends abandoned me, by the way. That's what happens. They, they, they totally abandoned That's me. That's exactly what happens. And left me in this theater full of deadheads with this giant dude running around on mushrooms. Totally not cognizant of his space or who he was. Fuck yeah, man. Right on. And it was amazing. And so we go to the dead company in the show the next day. Expound on the night before. And I come home and tell my wife, I'm like, oh, I'm a changed man. At least I thought it was. And my wife made the joke a little while later. She's like, all of a sudden, the stick came out of his ass. Well, <laughs> I have to say something. Back to, you're like, uh, just take the compliment. You can't diminish your part in all of no, this. No, I can't. I can't. You you, you did this. I, you did it, dude. I know I did, but so it's like, and I can't say it enough, without the energy and the vessel, the, the vessel, really, the vessel that energy creates. Yes, my wife, my beautiful, beautiful wife has been trying to get me on this journey. For Like I said, she started this with me like almost 12 years ago, 10 right, years ago. Right. And I just kind of like, and she pushed me with her every once in a while. I'm like, I just didn't get it. I got it, but I, yeah, I wanted to do it. But then I was like, yeah, whatever, it's fine. And that's kind of how life is. It's a shit, it's a name. Yeah, it's, it's just a name. It's just, you know, who I am. And you, but everything's good in my life. So I don't, think i need to make this transition but you know since the dead and since my introduction to psychedelics i've lost a brother um i lost my father-in-law who i was really close to and without a lot of my psychedelic experiences at shows or generally with my friends in certain environments i don't think i i processed all this but it gave me a different understanding especially with my brother it gave me this peace that i probably could have never found that quickly like very quickly i had a piece right and so when all this happens to you and you're at the show and you're with the people you're with mel and aaron and cody love you cody it's 
it all comes together. And yes, you know, like Aaron says, it was in me. I did it. But without having this energy and these people to give you the thought that you could do this. Oh, wow. And just be able to relate to you when you do this. Because when I was expressing this last night with me, Mel, and, and Cody outside, they got it. Like, as I was telling them this journey, they're like, I could see it in their faces. They had saw the transformation. They had saw the journey. And it was just so special. And I just, but everyone has a journey. And everyone has a purpose. And everyone has a vessel. I understand all of that. But not everyone has a conductor. Not everyone has someone that is driving that train. That's been down this road. That is open to letting you have your own journey and being there in whatever way they can to help you facilitate this journey. And people probably think that they're doing this. And I'm sure they do. There's plenty of people out there doing it. But most of them are therapists and you pay them. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't pay them. You just buy us lunch. You buy them lunch, you buy them a ticket, you know? (laughs) Make sure Mel has water when she runs out yep. of it. That's yeah, it, that's dude. It. You know, make sure Mel's we, hydrated. That's kind of my job. Take care of each other, man. That's you it. Know, occasionally, I take the stress off Aaron and book the vacation. That way, he doesn't oh, worry about anything. That was fucking great, man. And so, it's just a thank you is what this is. It's a thank you to Mel and Apple and Aaron and Ryder. In the early days, Ryder, you're going to go back and listen to this, buddy. And your rawness that you put out there in the world mm. early on was special to me. And Ryder, you're special to me. We haven't talked in a long time, but you still mean a whole lot to me, buddy. And my invitation still stands. You know what that invitation is. And so with this energy and this vessel and this conductor that's conducting it, if you never get a chance to meet these guys at a show, know that what they say on this show, not what they, you know, the things they say in the interviews are one thing, but when they talk to you after the interviews, and they talk to you about the energy and the vibe, it is the most genuine from the heart, from outer space, from all the aliens. <laughs> it's the most genuine thing to experience. And they don't have the time for everyone to experience it. Quit trying to hog my people. But if you get the chance, if you're ever at a show and you see them over there grooving, come over. Come over. Wait till set break. <laughs> oh, you can come during the song. I don't okay. give a shit. Yeah. Come on, Look, man. Talk to them at set break. Um, come through. Give them a hug. Just tell them you love the show. They're going to take a time to make a five-minute connection with you that's going to make you look for them when they're places. And like with me, when I look forward to, I know at least one time a year, I'm going to get with them and we're going to go have this great time. Didn't know we were going to have a breakthrough, but we had that. But I look forward to the next time. Yeah, man, we got you penciled in for uh, yeah, Labor Day weekend. Labor from Day now weekend. On. Sorry, Ma- sorry, Megan. I'm giving them Labor Day. You can come next year. Um, so... I just wanted to like just express the love that I have for this NRSR family, for the extended family of Cody, for Fernando, for Christina last night, for Amy and all the people in Denver that I've Trent and Trey and the beautiful couple behind us. Melissa, Mel- Meredith and Chris. Meredith and Chris. Thank you, Meredith, for calling out in a quarter for me last night. Like, thank you to a lot of people that are always at shows that I make connections with because there's other people at the shows last night that I connected with in Denver years ago. I went and spent set break with them on night two. And so 
thank you to everyone that you make a connection with at a show. And it may seem like odd that you really had this connection because you did. And follow up on the connections. Yeah, man. And see what leads out of those connections because I pursued a connection and very much it's been a life-changing experience for me. And yes, Fish was part of it. All that was part of it. But the biggest part was Mel and Aaron. Apple, I miss you. You weren't here. I know you're going to be sad you missed this, but I love you, buddy. And don't take that for granted. Don't go back and listen and know that there are very real people in this world who put raw emotional things out there and mean every single bit of it. It's not a it's not a gimmick. It's not a game. It's reality. And there's more people in this world if they could be truthful to themselves and put out this collective energy. Cody said it last night when we were talking about this. He said, this makes me believe that the herd mentality of humans, how we're all on these different paths and we forget that there's a herd of us and that we can coexist with different thoughts and different paths because somewhere along the way, we're all on a journey. It's a journey of self-discovery and it's a journey of knowledge. And I happened to start this journey at 40 and I got to it at 46. And I can honestly say this journey started with my wife and it, and it culminated with my No Simple Road family. Well, I, I have to say, welcome home. Yeah, and I'm glad to be home. And <clears throat> the net's unbreakable. Yeah. Don't worry about falling. Yeah, the net's unbreakable. <laughs> we'll worry about who I crush on the way down. That's right. And uh, there'll be more wonderful experiences out there in the world because they're still here. We're all still here. And so I'm just going to say enjoy it, folks, and reach out to people, whether it's not them or it shows. Enjoy your, enjoy your connections. And if you've got something twinging at you in life, face it. Talk about it. Experience it. It may take you forever to feel, realize what you're going through. But that moment when it all comes together, and it may not be psychedelics involved. It may not be at a show, but let it come together. Don't be yeah, scared man. of it. Let the emotions be there. Let the energy be there. I can't say that enough, the energy it takes from the people around you to guide you through something like that is truly amazing. So thank you, Nate. Thank you, NSR family. Thank you, Mel, Apple, Aaron, Ryder, Cody, Fernando, Christina, <laughs> all the rest of you. But really, thank you, Aaron. Thank you, Mel. I love you guys. Love you too, man. And so I just want to say um, before we leave that this before we even recorded, I knew that this was going to be my favorite episode because this is for me. I, I do care about the musicians because they become these incredible lights in our life. But it's the person that's listening to us fucking hunting with us in his ear and nature and like really getting what we're saying and this is my A plus report card not O'Teal or Dave Schools like Nate from Louisiana who turned Nathaniel that is my report card like yeah you're doing the right fucking thing so I just want you to know that it's hell yeah it's a deep connection it's what you and I specifically have we've already known each other that's why we feel comfortable with each other that's why that energetic field is between us and if I can help you see your beauty it's my fucking pleasure and I just want to say thank you for your energy 
your time. Megan, thank you for sharing Nathaniel with us <laughs> for the Labor Day weekend. And I just wish you nothing but more love and to be feel feel seen and feel strong and powerful because you are, brother. And I love you. Love you, Mel. tell you about the April May 2023 issue of Relics magazine features a Dave Matthews band cover story with additional articles and interviews with the National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart, and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com slash DMB. Thanks Relics. radio stations in America. Profiles, The Wrath of the Buzzard, P-R-O-H Files. Subscribe now wherever you get podcasts.